<laughs> Sorry, that was my bad. <laughs> Welcome to episode number eight of the Unrelenting Show. It may be the first one with video, Gene. We're not sure. Well, we're attempting it to be, and I have some bad news for you. Everything crashed again? There's seven people watching already. Oh, well, hello. Welcome to the <laughs> Unrelenting live stream with video. What? How many hours yesterday did we test this stuff? Uh, five. <laughs> it took a while. It took a while to figure a lot of this stuff out, but I think it looks pretty good when it doesn't crash yeah it says the blind guy right i mean I, everything <laughs> looks fairly good to me it's all looks just pretty a blur. good to me it's all a blur that's all exactly. we need well the important part as far as i'm concerned is audio the video is just the extra bonus yes exactly people want to see though what's going on when we do the show yeah do they though they want to see the reaction shot i mean when you say something crazy they want me to be like you know i mean that's that's the beauty of video well, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to some reaction videos coming from us where we do nothing but watch other people's videos and react to them and then get millions of views on YouTube. It is a lot less work to just watch it, other people well, and go. I mean, they're dumb. This isn't a huge amount of work. It's there, a lot of testing, but the actual show production, I don't think is too bad. Testing, testing, testing. That's the beauty. So of it we all. got um, we got some topics to talk about today. No, none at all. Because all, okay, we, did, good. all we did was test video. Hey. Yeah, I mean, it's there's been a fun test. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, although it's now we're cruising into the holiday period, which means you're going to have less and less real news going on because you know all the politicians they go home and not much happens in politics and not much happens overall, you know, in the tech world, but. Uh, I had a couple things that I thought were interesting. A couple of them came from the Trump O'Reilly history tour, which if you listen that? to uh, our show here, you know, I'm a big Bill O'Reilly fan. I do know that. Yeah, you're definitely a big Bill O'Reilly guy. And he went out for two shows. He's doing two shows now, tomorrow and Sunday as well in Texas. Out by, well, not out by you. He's in, I think, Dallas and Houston. Mm. And they're doing the basketball arena size venues. And it's basically O'Reilly grilling Trump for a couple of hours, trying to get an oral history of the Trump presidency, which I think could be kind of interesting. And like, why did you hire all these crappy hires and didn't fire them when you should have? That, that kind is, of thing. That is one of the questions. And mm-hmm. he, he talked about that as far as, you know, Fauci, uh, General Milley, and, you know, how come these guys still had jobs? And yeah. It came down to it would have been political suicide because of all of the impeachments and all the other stuff going on. So there were some things that it seemed like maybe he knew his hands were tied on or this would have caused further political suicide, like not getting reelected. Yes. Although he has another shot now, right? Because this is uh, nah, nah, he won't get in. Yeah, He has a shot. I don't know whether he'll get in or not. Oh, and you froze. Nice. And now you froze. Yeah, you're gone. Ah, you were gone there for a second. Yeah, you Are were you gone. Back? You disappeared. Yeah, well, you disappeared from the recording. Hey, that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. Just drop in, drop out. Uh-huh. That exactly. is why the uh, all these websites that claim to do this stuff well and charge, 
<laughs> that might be why it, they, they get. We paid. don't know if they work any better. No, we'd have to do a long test on one of those, too. And you're gone again. Uh Oh, I still see you. Yeah, well, you disappeared in the middle of your word there, but OK, Is well, it- let's uh, let's let's see if it'll keep going. Um, you know, the good news uh, from a technical standpoint is the the stream on uh, locals is Solid. going to time out in half an hour. You have so a half hour. That's what you got. It's the first half hour of our recording will be streamed. After that, and that <clears> locals will puke will and be, be like, no more, format. no more. And I am still recording a local copy here. So if you really want to stick it on YouTube, you can do that. Where people can see all of the excitement. But the Trump information, two things came out in regards to both of the impeachments, where the first one was all about Russian collusion, of course, mm-hmm. and the second one about the January 6th. Uh, incident at the Capitol. When it comes to the phone call with the president of Ukraine, I was amazed to find out that William Jefferson Clinton actually signed a treaty with Ukraine in regards to exactly this type of situation, which is if there's criminal activity going on, you know, in either place, whether it's the Mm -hmm. United States or in the Ukraine or Ukraine, sorry, not the Ukraine that they can share information and they can request information. There is an actual treaty specifically with Ukraine about this. So the fact that the mainstream media covered this as, oh, God, Trump did something really bad is absolutely hilarious because there's a treaty. Which I don't know, that just I think blows that whole thing out of the water that we had so much wasted time, so much wasted resources going after Donald Trump on a phone call where he did nothing wrong. And when it comes down to the January 6th thing, the really interesting bit was on January 5th, and this was confirmed with the Secretary of Defense, Donald Trump was looking, watching, seeing the crowd sizes, and he said, uh, you know, we should probably have 10,000 National Guardsmen on the ground tomorrow, boots on the ground, for this rally and stuff going on on January 6th. And that went up the chain. I don't know if it got all the way to Nancy Pelosi, but it went up the chain because Trump does not control the National Guard. But he requested those troops and did not get them. So the question would then be, you know, if he was planning for people to go and attack the Capitol, why would you request troops to go protect the Capitol? Now, I always thought the president got to control the national guard how is it that he's requesting him whenever we've sent national guard anywhere it's always been an order not a request how is this a request i don't know how the national guard works i mean somebody else might know know how the national guard works i believe so that it's not under his purview that he does not have the control to just or did he just believe some underling who he should have fired a long ago telling him oh sir you can't actually request them no yeah or you, you can't just pull the trigger you have to ask permission no, he requested. I don't know, man. The further we get from the Trump presidency, the more disappointed I am in what Trump didn't do. And he had the opportunity to do for four years. And there's a tremendous amount of things that he could have done to change the country for the better, to stop this radicalization that's happening, and didn't for whatever reason. Well, all the and radicalization that, was absolutely just going against him. And absolutely, it was going against him. But I don't you know, how do you so stop it. it? <clears throat> well, you start by getting rid of people that others are telling you, oh, that'll be political suicide if you get rid of Pauci. Pauci? No, it wouldn't be. Who is Pauci? Pauci? 
Pouchy Fauci. <laughs> yes, my pet nickname for Fauci. Uh, he looks like one of those Italian puppets in the puppet shows. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, you know, kind of. He totally looks like that. He's he's got that he's like no body. He's got a little stick body with a big head that's just kind of flopping back and forth on there, and a big nose and big ears. I mean, very similar to those puppets. Yeah, he is old enough. He kind of looks like that. He's like the guy in. Well, he's uh, eighty five, right? I think so. The two guys yeah. in the Muppet Show. I mean, that's kind of. Yeah. Why is there no mandatory retirement for people in the government? That's a good question. Well, why are there no term limits for people in the government? Well, I, I asked that question in eighth grade, I remember, and uh, I was told that'll never happen. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, but in eighth grade, you were living in Moscow, and this was like 1940, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, we still had issues with term limits back when I was in eighth grade. Yeah. So I thought that was two interesting things. And yeah, yeah. I don't think like Trump I was did trying to everything. figure out how the hell FDR is still in office. God damn it. Yeah, that's uh he was in for more than a couple of terms. Yeah. But you wanted to talk about Russian propaganda, too. I don't know how that all fits into uh, what's Russian going propaganda. on. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. You I told did. me to yeah, remind I, you about you, Russian propaganda. I did, because I knew I would forget what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> so what I wanted to mention on that count was um, there's been a lot of videos and uh, clips of putin and other you know russian source people talking about oh my god america's pushing for world war three they're encroaching on russia they're putting troops into ukraine they're moving missiles into ukraine this is exactly an equivalent of the cuban missile crisis and it will have the same consequences unless the u.s does the same thing that russia did which is pull back so right. while all of that is happening and i think it is a horrible idea to uh to be trying to antagonize one of the only four nuclear powers uh the thing that i think most people don't realize is all of that commentary which i'm going to generally just classify as propaganda which you know for better or worse uh well, is propaganda is directed propaganda. it's directed political speech meant to do something that's what propaganda is like the the posters during world war 2 that said Loose lips sink ships is propaganda. All that falls in the category of propaganda. Right. You're trying but to get that, that nationalistic pride. You're trying to get people on board with something. Well, there, but there's different types. There right. could be nationalists. But in this case, the propaganda is really, it's being, uh, it, it's being talked to or, or, you know, the directed towards seemingly the West in the United States. But really, and and it took me a little while to figure this out, but really the propaganda is being created for Ukraine because the underlying message of the propaganda is, would you like to be Cuba? Because that's kind of where you're heading. So the Russian propaganda is all about that. Well, it, it's predominantly about that. I don't know about all about that, but it's, it's this idea that, um, that, no country that's sane wants to be the place where other countries have a war. Right. You don't want to be the whether pawn. it's Afghanistan, whether it's Cuba, whether it's I mean, you know, well, Poland. the Russian answer is, hey, we'll just take Ukraine. We'll take you in. Yeah. Well, the Russian answer, and it, it's, uh, I think. Look, U- Ukraine has legitimate gripes with Russia for real. There's no no doubt about that. 
but really, so does every other country with every other country. True. Uh, we seem to have moved on from what Germany did during World War II in a matter of about a decade. Uh, by the 1950s, Germany wasn't seen as this evil country, and, and people from Germany weren't uh, discriminated against. Well, this is a big problem with just not teaching the overall history of what happened, right? Yeah. And when when Ukraine was part of the USSR, there was certainly control coming from Moscow that didn't take into account uh, a whole lot of wishes of the people of Ukraine. Ukraine was the breadbasket of uh, USSR. So it's sort of like the Midwest states here. It's where the majority of the food was produced and not a whole lot of expenditures were provided for things like John C. Dworak's favorite topics, road improvement. Right. The potholes suck. Yeah. The potholes are getting bigger every year and yet they expect us to crank out more grain every year. So there, there is, uh, there is a history of very legitimate gripes from the country. Uh, the, the thing that Russia is through the propaganda currently is promoting is this concept that on the one hand, you just want to be a puppet of the West and then be the sort of the country that gets to become Syria or Iraq or whatever, any place the U S has been in a war turns into a shithole. Um, or do you want to come to your senses, realize that you guys are Slavic brothers and that you will, uh, you will be better off in a cooperative arrangement with Russia which they're quick to point out is not the USSR. Don't forget, it's a different country. Totally uh, different. Different politics in a lot of ways. The America right now is more socialist than Russia is. If you look at the tax rates, you look at the business policies. Um, there's certainly plenty of corruption in Russia, but no more so than in the city you live in, Chicago. Oh yeah, so, I, there may be more in Chicago. There may be more in Chicago. So, so the 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 two pronged propaganda approach that russia is having right now is while the messaging seems to be directed at the west in the united states it's really has a sort of a subtext that's meant to be heard by ukraine saying you guys are on the verge of doing something extremely stupid that will hurt your own country and we like the big brother that we are are just telling you this for your own good and giving you an open arm to come back into the fold well, and the concept that the United States can protect any country, uh, ask the people in Afghanistan how that's going. I mean, it sounds really great <laughs> at the time, you yeah. know, but. Well, any country that the U.S. has come into. I mean, yeah. I can you think of the last country that the United States actually successfully protected? Not long term. And, you know, short term protection can get you into, you know, more trouble. That's like uh, your big brother protecting you from the bully for a year, but then he goes off to college and then you get your ass kicked even harder. So it's. Um, yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, you you look at certainly starting in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan and what's happened there. Um, tons of money from the United States went into those countries. That's undeniable. But where did that money go? Where did it end up? And it's predominantly in the hands of the bullies of those countries. It's in the hands of people that managed to uh, 
get into high government positions to be able to steal the money that is coming in as aid from the U.S. or as bribes. I mean, there were plenty of bribes. We saw the truckloads of pallets of cash going to Iraq. Then we saw them going to Iran. I don't know if they ever went to Afghanistan. They probably did. But the poppy production is now at record levels in Afghanistan. So after, what, 15, 20 years, after 20 years of the United States being in Afghanistan, we apparently did nothing uh, to reduce the amount of poppy production that was happening there, even though, and, and maybe that's not a bad thing, but we always portrayed poppy production as one of the evils of Taliban. Is there like, oh yeah, they're just drug dealers. They're, they're no better than the Colombian drug lords up there, except they're in the mountains. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, those countries are not better off. Uh, you remember when, uh, when the U.S. and NATO were bombing Yugoslavia? That ended well. None, none of it ever ends well. No, no country left there. Uh, they all broke up. They balkanized. Amazing. The Balkans balkanized. And, uh, yeah, I mean, going even back to Vietnam. The U.S. was in there, and then the U.S. left, and a bunch of people, if they couldn't get on those last flights out of uh, Vietnam, what happened to them? Right. The concept is always you're going to go in and teach the local people how to defend themselves yeah, and give them the tools. That works and, real well. Uh, I can't think of really many good examples exactly. of where so, it does. So I think um, that's the subtext that the Russian propaganda is conveying. And I think for most people, they're just seeing it as the literal stuff that, that comes across, which is. You know, Putin threatens of World War III if U.S. puts missiles into Ukraine. Well, yes and no. I mean, it is definitely supposed to be a threat, but it's supposed to make Ukraine think a lot harder about whether they want to have that happen or not than it is about making the U.S. back down and decide to not put missiles in Ukraine. Well, Ukraine doesn't want Russia in Ukraine. I don't yeah. know if they want the U.S. in as much as it is they just don't want Russia to come in and they feel like, again, they need somebody to yeah. assist them to make sure that doesn't happen. And of course, all well, of they're recovering from bad. I mean, they, they're they recovering not just from the the communist years of the USSR, but they also had uh, the the president of the country that the was in place during the the color revolution that happened there was extremely pro-Russia, pro-Putin, and basically bent over backwards to any uh, anything that Russia wanted in terms of, you know, agreements for pipelines, whatever, he bent over backwards to do. And I, I think that's the hook that the U.S. used through CIA to instigate that revolution. Um, but, you know, you can't, you can't force people to have a revolution Unless there's some genuine grievance there. So even though it was it was clearly uh, a political action by the U.S. to have that happen, nonetheless, it was for a good reason. Uh, and that's that's when everything falls into place, right? When you're trying to change a regime and the the guys you're trying to get rid of are actually the bad guys. They are actually doing something that people are pissed off about. That's the ultimate scenario. Well, yeah, the ultimate scenario is to replace that and get out, not we need to well, stay Well, it's there to replace that and put somebody in that you have power over. Right. That's the, somebody the, you got that's the dirt the on. Yeah. 
Somebody that's been to Epstein Island, maybe. <laughs> you mean Bill Clinton? Oh, well, he, he lived there. <laughs> right. He, but yeah, you know what? I give there. Clinton a total pass on all of this because being married to Hillary that, that, is more punishment than any man deserves, even Hitler. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hillary is, uh, is showing up again. Oh, she's, she's Satan incarnate. She's drooling. She thinks she's got a, an opening because the latest polling numbers are showing even Democrats are like, no, Joe, don't don't run again, please. Yeah. Well, did again. you hear the the current theory that's being run out there where um, where Kamala resigns for personal reasons? And I, I think indeterminate personal reasons. No one's come up with a good reason for why uh, Joe ends up um, resigning for medical reasons. He's just too old. But, but who's replacing Kamala before this, so before this Joe resigns, you're absolutely right. Uh they uh Nancy Pelosi confirms the appointment of Hillary as the replacement vice president. <laughs> so Hillary gets in to be vice president just before Joe quits, making Hillary both the first female president and the sitting president running against Trump. I can see that she'll win. I mean, I've heard crazier theories. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a, um, I think it's a little too crazy a theory because I don't see Kamala Harris resigning for any reason, but I think the idea was they just give her so much money, which they have literally billions. She's been hoping Joe falls at some point. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely get the sense that she is more for that, but, uh, she, she is kind of standing in the way of Hillary getting in. How dare she? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How dare she stand in the way of an old white woman? So we'll see. Speaking of crazy people with money, uh, how about Alec Baldwin? The latest thing, did you hear that there's a, a search warrant for his, for his phone now? Not only is there a search warrant for his phone, but his lawyer is claiming that mm-hmm. this was a proactive thing. That Oh, no. No, no. We wanted this. We wanted... The search so that warrant. they asked for the search warrant. Yeah. Yes. To protect, mm-hmm. of course, to protect Alex and his family, because I think we all know that everybody that has a phone probably has way too much information on that device about mm. their personal life. And I guess the intriguing thing would then be, do you want to, if you, as Alec Jones, if you wanted to share this Alec information. Baldwin maybe you're right I'm sorry Alec Baldwin if you wanted to share that phone would you give it to the authorities if there was something else on there that they might find that would implicate you in something else this seems that the lawyer for Baldwin was like well no we want it so you can have a search warrant to only specifically be able to look for this stuff about the shooting in regards to, you know, things relating to that, mm-hmm. which leads me to ask the question, what else is on that phone that he is so afraid well, that the authorities might find? Yeah. Well, my, my pet theory, as you know, has always been that he was in the tryst with this gal, right? That, that they had a uh, romantic relationship going and then she was doing something to rock the boat. And he decided that the, the most expedient way to not rock the boat was to get rid of her. Um, 
and probably didn't think that this would be nearly as big a hoopla in the media as it is because it's just an accident on set and accidents happen on sets all the time. Right. Just not as often as he thought they would. Uh, because obviously uh, uh, he's been portraying this as I did nothing wrong. I did the same thing I've done a million times. I was doing what I was told by the staff. Uh, I didn't look at the gun because had I even bothered checking to see if the gun had ammo in it, that would have stopped uh, the you know process. Like they, I'm not allowed to touch the gun other than in my scenes. Right. But then he contradicts that immediately by saying, well, this was not even a scene that was being filmed. This was, with no cameras rolling, this was a discussion with the director about what to do and how to do it and which angle to look at. Right, which means the trigger would never have to be pulled, and he's claiming the trigger wasn't And he's pulled. saying he never touched the trigger, and then somebody else, I think there's another person that's also saying that what they saw did not have his finger on the trigger, and then the gun just magically fired. But even... If that was the case, even if it's a, an actual malfunction of the pistol, not checking the gun for ammo right. is absolutely his fault. And, and this idea that I'm not allowed to check the gun once it's handed to me is complete bullshit because we've heard from uh, interviews with people that are working in Hollywood as armorers that the actors most actors absolutely check the guns themselves because they know what to do and they're they're coached to do it in fact right but they do it in the presence of the armor so you're handed a gun first thing you do is you do a check is the chamber loaded for a pistol uh and it you know are is the magazine uh full of squibs or is it full of live normal ammo so as the person ultimately holding the gun and pointing it towards people, that responsibility is never abdicated. It is always on you. In fact, even, even in the military, that, that responsibility is on you. Right. Uh, if you get weapons that are uh, given to you, you are responsible for making sure that those, am, uh, those weapons don't discharge in a direction that they're not intended to. Well, if you're a responsible person, you want to check that yeah. immediately after having that weapon put into your hand. If you are uh, holding a flare gun, something that isn't even meant to shoot people with, but anything that contains a gunpowder type substance, anything, right. that, anything that, has that has a has chemical a reaction in happening in it, right? you're warned to never point it towards people, always point it in a safe direction. Just because you're filming a movie low budget or high budget doesn't matter you don't get released from that responsibility so if they want to have people holding wooden guns or like practice guns like for firearms training you know uh we used uh plastic guns that looked and and weighed the exact same amount as normal guns right um but they were well they were either blue or red so you could easily distinguish them from a normal gun, which is typically black, and uh, they were incapable of actually shooting. So that, to me, would be a prop gun, a genuine uh, gun that is a toy. 
it it can't be used to shoot. What are you looking at? I'm looking at the troll room. I got three oh. monitors, so of course it's like that's you know the problem. Well, we got eight people video. on on the relenting live stream on on uh, locals. What do we got in the troll room? Forty nine people on the stream right now. Forty nine. All right, but uh, these the fake gun concept to me it would make a lot of sense when you're yeah, doing and then the they could use CGI. Especially. They could use CGI to, you know, tweak it to look like a real gun or whatever. Well, you could certainly do that. But, I mean, they make a lot of different models. I know Sig Sauer does. Of all of mm-hmm. their popular guns, they make as a BB version so you can get used to training with them at home, out in your own yard, without having to buy, you know, the ammo, which has gotten very I'm pretty expensive. sure they don't make them. They, no, they license do. that to other companies to well, make. If, if so, they sell them with their brand name on them. So, I don't know mm-hmm. whether they make them or not, but they sell them and they mirror their exact the all everything on the gun is the same so you can get used but to it but you can't shoot actual ammo through it right it just, just looks the same right, right. correct yeah. which is great because that way you can get used to having the weapon do you have one of these bb guns i don't i've thought about no. it because i do have a, a p365 nine millimeter i'm like well it'd be kind of cool mm-hmm. to have the bb gun version of it you can go out and back and you know shoot some target practice rather than spending the money on range time and and nine millimeter ammo. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand the concept and a lot of people who don't understand how movies are made probably believe that the guns that they're using are not real. They're specially made just for the, no, they're real guns that if handled properly, people don't die. Now how a live round got into this. I don't know. Well, and, and the thing that was amazing to me is that they've got a, uh, they were literally using the same gun to fire live rounds right earlier, like a day earlier, or maybe even that same morning. And it would seem to me that you would want to designate the gun you're going to use uh, with fake rounds somehow to be separate from anything you use with live rounds because it's you're inviting trouble. Oh, yeah. It's not a good idea to do that. Well, they said live rounds were never supposed to be on the set, but obviously they were. And then that is the question of, well, why were they on the set? Was it, you know, the armorer? Did somebody bring this in that shouldn't have? It sounded like people on the set were using this gun for target practice just out in the desert. And that is a a really bad idea. But Mm -hmm. it does come down to, again, every time you're handed a gun, if you ever go, if you've never shopped for a gun, go to your local gun store. And just check it out. Ask them to see a couple guns. The salesperson, every time they pick up a gun out of the case before they hand it to you, will check to see if it's loaded. I guarantee. Every time. Every yeah, time. Absolutely. That's how this kind of stuff doesn't happen. And that's if the clerk at the store can do it, yeah. an actor given the gun can certainly do it. And if they can't, as an actor, be taught the proper way to do this, which takes like a minute then they deserve whatever legal repercussions there are if they're handed a gun that's loaded and they kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and simply saying, well, the director told me to point the gun at her and then to pull the trigger back or to pull the the hammer back. Okay. What if she told you now grab that knife and stab me with it? Right. And you, and, and you never check to see if it's a rubber prop knife or a real metal knife. It's still your fault. Yeah, I'm sure that's happened too. The gun doesn't have to be the only, you know, thing here that you can screw up with. 
you could actually screw up with a uh, a knife or any other weapon. But I do think that's interesting that they're making this request for the cell phone. So you know mm-hmm. they're they're playing. It's being spun really hard on Alec Baldwin's side, and that to me says there's a, something a little shady going on. But we'll have to wait and find out. I guess I'm sure her nudes have been deleted already. Well, that's it. If they were having a relationship. Yeah, that would definitely add a layer that's hard to ignore. It's hard to say, well, I accidentally killed my lover, right? I accidentally killed somebody I'm working with. Okay, maybe. (laughs) But yeah, if there's that kind of a relationship there, then uh, yeah, there's a lot more questions that need to be answered. Mm -hmm. What kind of glass is that? It's Taylor Swift, man. Of course, that's what I figured. What else? What else would we use but the Taylor Swift Tervis? Yeah. What else would you use? It's the best. No, we there, right? It's the best. <laughs> well, what do you? What do you got? Uh, I got. Uh, I have to move your the, screen. The most just the, the most generic cup. thing possible. Wow, solo cup. So many different windows. The I uh, use solo cups to drink tea. It, hot tea? Those work for hot too. They do work for hot. Yeah. The 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 reason I use them is because the tea cools off really fast in a solo cup. That would make sense because there's no thermal properties keeping the, mm-hmm. the warmth. Like in. it's not it's not insulating whatsoever. I am kind of disappointed though that you're not in your uh, your regular attire. Every every other time I've seen you, you've been in the Adidas tracksuit. Why are you not wearing? Yeah, it today? well, you know, I, it's yeah. I, I breaking I, character. I forgot. I forgot to put one on today. <laughs> I'll wear one for you next time. How's that? That's good. Uh-huh. One time, I just can't wait for your snake to just start coming up from behind your back. Yeah, well, let's hope that doesn't happen, because if he came up behind my back, that means the uh, he got out of his cage without permission. I mean, really, who are you to keep some a little poor animal in a cage? Yeah, the little poor animal can he, he uh, can open doors. That is that is worrisome. Mm hmm. So, yeah, it's a, a 18 foot long snake that knows how to open doors. You must sleep with one eye open. No wonder you're always up at 3 a.m. watching videos. <laughs> I don't really sleep. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh-huh. So, yeah, the Baldwin thing, man. I don't know. It's going to be every bit of this case has been weird, and I don't expect mm-hmm. that to change moving forward. But we also had, uh, you know, I thought this was interesting. The uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Had, oh, what happened? He had a party. You know, I guess his wife threw a party and uh, the invitation suggested people get tested or vaccinated before the party. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. And his comment was just uh, he doesn't really control his house. So obviously his wife. He's a real man. Yes. Right. But his wife obviously is not the anti, which is really would be an interesting uh relationship when somebody is as dug in as he is on that particular topic to have your wife throwing well i mean to be fair getting tested and requiring a vaccine are two separate things yes well he recommended in the invite not he recommended sorry his wife obviously then recommended in the invitation that people get vaccinated oh she did oh okay well that's the same thing then so Yeah. yeah i thought that was interesting he just said uh quote I guess I'm not always the boss at my own house. <laughs> He's just figuring that out now. Anybody, any guy that's married, you probably know. A- that exactly. Already. I think that's literally like any married guy would say the same thing. But it's a, it's an interesting thing. I mean, that is one of those topics lately 
in this divided world that we have going on that that between a uh, two spouses, I it would be a hard topic to disagree on. I think there's a lot that you could just ignore. I think a lot of a lot of families right now are split in this topic. Yes. At least from just, you know, talking to my friends. And how do they uh, deal with that? If you have a husband or a you know a wife, or they don't see each other much. That would be it, right? Because you're like, well, no, if you're not vaccinated, I don't want to see you at all. I, I mean, know. you know, it's not good. It's um, I could see some issues with that as well. Uh, I don't know. It, it I, I think it's hard to say which side you you would rather be on, or I would rather be on in that scenario because, uh. If you buy into the whole vaccination thing, then if you are living with somebody who's not vaccinated, poses no real risk to you. Correct. In theory. So you're really only yelling at them and bitching at them for something that only affects them and not you. Well, it affects everybody if they die. But yeah, I get where you're going. Positively, because you end up with all the money instead of half the money. Unlike a divorce. Right. That's a much better financially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Financially beneficial for for really, if you think about it. Now, if you run into somebody who who is trying to get their spouse to not vaccinate, but is vaccinated themselves, now that's somebody you have to watch out for. Yeah, that would be questionable. The motives. It's like, ah, okay, okay, okay. Interesting, interesting. All this stuff is just so weird. Now that the CDC just came out recommending people basically go, ah, the Johnson and Johnson, that's garbage. You want to get one of the MRNA ones. It's it's interesting to me. No, yeah. That we've really looked into the side effects of all of the different vaccines that are out there. And yeah, the Johnson and Johnson has a blood clotting issue. There's no question about it, Mm -hmm. but the MRNA vaccines have a heart inflammation issue, heart inflammation, sterility, uh, all kinds of issues. And that's not talked about overall. It's like, no, those are safe. Giant balls in Jamaica. I heard from that vaccine. Clearly. I don't know if that I mean that could be caused by so many different things married because of the giant balls now. So could be so many things causing giant balls. Well, but really, really, mostly just a vaccine could be any. You never know. And that's it. That's why there is so much more data that will be needed to really go. They'll have plenty of data, whether that'll ever get out. I don't know. But this concept that. The Johnson and Johnson, which already had a what do they call it? A pausing for a few days when they originally found some of these blood mm-hmm. clotting issues. Never once did anybody question this, although there are countries outside of the United States. I know there are a few. I think Denmark may be one, if I'm remembering correctly, that said the MRNA stuff. Nobody mm-hmm. under 30 should be taking this. Yeah. So well, and the guy who created the mRNA process said nobody should be using this for COVID in the first place. Is that a bad sign? Maybe. Yeah, people don't give a shit. They just do whatever the government tells them. Yeah, and nice, nice case, little uh, slaves. Yeah, well, you gotta listen so you can get your money from Uncle Joe if you're in the mm-hmm. United States. The uh, yeah, and that, so the the Austin City Council has voted to extend the. Uh, the their abilities their self-imposed 
power to require businesses to enforce their arbitrary laws for another year. Which so set to expire and uh, yeah, to be able to make all these requirements from businesses. So they originally it was supposed to expire December thirty first, and they thought let's do one more year. Oh, what's another year, right? Yeah, yeah. And if now the state or the governor, governor more specifically, has contramanded most of these Austin edicts, but nonetheless, the city of Austin is reserving its right to dole out more laws, which will then not be enforced because the state says you can't do that. Well, that's kind of the problem is they keep putting out more and more of these mandates and these uh, Mm -hmm. regulations, but they're never written into these when they go away. This is the epitome of once the government gets their foot in the door, never going back out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, and this Um, is why you have to be aware of that. As somebody that elected these idiots, if you believe you did, you know, what's going on around the country lately is absolutely insane with crime and smash and grabs and violence. And it's uh, it's unfathomable, really, when you see how much these numbers are up, including in Chicago. Again, the violence and uh, the homicide rate were over 800, which is yay per day. (laughs) That's crazy. man. It's like a war zone. Yeah, it is. Chicago is yeah. a war zone, and nobody seems to care need that. Well, I thank you for your service in living in Chicago. Yeah, I'm, I'm far enough out. I'm outside of Crook County, so I'm a little bit safer. But I'm still yeah. packing, man, because you have to be. Yeah. As we've talked about multiple times, if somebody comes uh, through your door or your window and breaks into your house, you know, it's like takes a lot of time to be like, well, let me call up. Let's say, hey, please. Uh, yeah, it's much easier just to grab the gun. And quicker. And, well, and the police will just tell you to cooperate with them so you don't get hurt. Right. Don't, whatever you do, whatever, if they just let them take your stuff, we'll be there. Just let them rape you, whatever they want. It's better than the alternative. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll be hour. there next. No, we'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. We'll take your statement tomorrow. That's why uh, you get your concealed carry license, get your, get mm-hmm. well acquainted with your weapons. And uh, practice makes perfect. Yeah, make sure that. Uh, those amendment rights, the first and second especially, are uh, they're important. Yeah, well, the second is there to protect the first. That's right. The way it's always been. That is right. I believe you. What, yeah. about this what else we got? We got any tech stories? Yes, metaverse, baby. Got that screenshot. Do we? Are we I don't see. I the can't Facebook tell what stuff. Yeah, I can't tell where. Uh, you know, are we side by side? We have the big screen behind ah, us. Ah, uh, yes. You know, I don't know. Um, I don't know what the final uh, thing is looking like yet, but uh, this metaverse thing, yes, which is part of this new Facebook virtual world, which seems like again much to do. Oh, you're sharing your screen here. Let me flip yeah. to that if I can. Much oh, to that, do. That didn't work at all, did it? I <laughs> didn't. I don't see. I don't see anything coming back from you. And no, that's true. There. No, it's just a picture of me. That's well, awesome. That's what people want. They want more Gene. Yes, well, I'll just leave it here for now. This this seems like a good way to do it. They want more gene. Uh, let's see if this fixes it. But the metaverse, there we go. Concept. It's it's really nothing more than a reinvented second life, and second life wasn't even the first of its kind, mm-hmm. which is having an avatar and being able to move around a virtual world. And back when you just had to do this on a two D screen, I get it. It was different. You people that play video games know all about first-person shooters and being able to move within a world. 
Yeah. That's what this concept is of this meta the verse that Facebook is coming out with, except now you have the virtual reality goggles that you can put on. That's a little bit more. Immersive. It seems like a whole ready player one bullshit thing. Kind of. Yeah, it really does. And the problems, of course, that were you, you on have, second life Um, briefly, briefly was not. Did it. you go? Did you go hang out with Adam? No, no that was no, no. I, I, yeah, I think he was running a brothel on second life. I remember hey, right. you got to make your money. Yeah. And then those made a lot of money. Because people I remember buy that. virtual I was, goods. I was on Second Life for probably a year or so. Uh, I ran a casino. She said that's also not a surprise. <laughs> not a surprise at all. Uh-huh. I remember testing out one of the first virtual worlds, which I believe predated mm. Second Life, was which one? a company that uh, maybe it was sold to a, or morphed into a company called Exit Reality. But it was put out in connection with the pussycat dolls believe it or not and oh, was, i believe it there was a whole virtual world with different clubs and all this and you people could buy clothing and you could design your own clothes and make money mm-hmm. and this was a whole thing going on like 15 oh, years people ago. were making tons of money off second life clothing yeah totally you know you would yeah. be able to come up with these little digital goods whether it was to make your avatar yeah. look different or build buildings and you could have your own you know, property and then build them up brick by brick, basically, you know, mm-hmm. piece by piece, however you wanted to do that. It was a really cool concept, but you're still going to run into the same problems, which is as in any chat room, as in any social media site, some people are assholes. There's that's always the way well, it's and going to who be. Who does Facebook think their audience is? I don't know. I'm They're 65-year-olds. Sure. I can't see Grandma putting on the virtual reality goggles. I can't see goggles. you putting those on at this point in your life either. No. Well, I mean, it ruined all the fun when one eye went out because then there's no yeah. there's no 3D concept. You're just well, looking at a screen. I could, yeah, good point. Good point. Really, really But I close. think it's one of those things where, um, here, I'm going to switch back to having you in the picture. I'll just retain that uh, other option for the future. I still can't see what you're doing. You're not sharing. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, if you were watching us on unrelenting.locals.com, you'd know what we're doing. Right. Well, you'd know what Gene was doing. I don't even know what he's doing. No. That's the beauty of this whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. But the first one of these testers, this was the story of this meta Mm -hmm. system, claimed that she was groped by a stranger. In the virtual world. How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I mean, even if it does happen, how do you know it happened? Because a character in the virtual world came up to her and touched her virtual body. Although she, you can't feel that. Right. She can't feel it. So you see it on a screen that some little guy touched your, that's it. So in pretty much all video games for the last 20 years, Maybe not 20, but um, certainly 15. Uh, Teabagging has been a thing when you kill somebody. (laughs) Yes, for those 14-year-old boys that really want to leave a mark. Uh, They sure do. So now, are those all sexual uh, offenses that are prosecuted? Yes, now, yes. Mm -hmm. Which is where the world is going in all of this type of insanity. Yeah. Because everybody knows that's how it works in the real world. Right after you kill somebody on the battlefield, you run over and teabag them. Of course. Yeah. Now, virtual groping will be treated at some point as actual groping. If oh, we're yeah. Not really well, careful. virtual bullying is treated like real bullying now. 
oh, I remember so many of those mm-hmm. stories that and this is where I remember really starting to do some podcasts about. Oh, mommy, years those ago. words hurt me. Go get the police. Well, it was beyond that. It was that some girl was bullied online and one of the bullies was also one of the other girl's mothers, which I thought was both sad and hilarious at the same time. Mm-hmm. But this young girl then ended up killing herself and they mm-hmm. tried to go after these people for, you know, actual crimes for what they did. And it's like, dude, you have the freedom of speech. Yeah. I mean, this is not on Facebook, sad. of course. Well, but- well, yeah. And only in the real yeah. world, not in the metaverse, which is what the actually the top story on uh, the Breitbart today was about how, again, social media is going after the people's free speech. And this is being encouraged by the Biden administration, which I don't think is any surprise to anybody paying attention here. No, I don't think that's a surprise for anybody. But this kind of a concept like, oh, well, somebody touched me in a virtual world and this is a crime. It's like, no, well, like any other system, like all the social medias in most chat interfaces, you can ignore or block somebody. And if that would work now, then there is a disappear. There is a a way to make that still be a crime. Which part? The virtual groping? Somebody touching in the virtual world. And that is to make your avatar a seven-year-old girl. (laughs) That's how you're safe. But who's the real pervert at that point? The one playing a seven-year-old girl or the one touching a seven-year-old girl? Yeah, I kind of wonder. I kind of wonder about the guys that are, you know, these these 40-year-old guys playing as little girl cartoon characters. You know, like, well, they, a lot of these guys like the My Little Pony. Are you anybody bronies out there? There's nothing wrong with being a brony. Oh, wow. I this is a totally nerve. different issue. I this is, this nerve. Is... <laughs> it's either going to be the Adidas tracksuit next time or you're going to be in a full, like, purple velour with the... Oh, yeah. I want to see Gene as My Little Pony. Uh, definitely not your little pony. Not my little <laughs> This is not your dad's little pony. No. Now on unrelenting. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, but that uh, brings up a lot of interesting points with these virtual worlds is why people represent themselves the way they do. Why some guys would want to be on as, you know, girls, older, younger, oh, whatever dude, it is. First of all, yeah, guys are running around as female characters is I'd say 80 percent of female characters in video games are guys just pretending. So they're looking now 80 percent. And and it's a I've asked this question a number of times. Seriously, it's like, why do you want to be a female character? Sometimes you get rationalizations like, well, it's a smaller hitbox because it's a smaller frame character. So I have a slight advantage when I'm shooting and people are shooting back that there's less of me to hit. Interesting. And then then you have other. That's not equity. They don't offset that somehow. Right. Right. Same size hitbox. Yeah. And then uh, then you have other rationalizations like. Well, I'm playing in in um, third person view all the time, so I'm watching my character running around. And, and I don't know about you, but I'd rather ass. watch a cute girl's ass than right. a guy's ass. So yeah, it's a female character. That makes sense. But I don't buy any of that. No, I think. What do you think? I think this is probably a about eighty percent of the male gamers are really hit secret transsexuals. Eighty percent. Eighty percent or so. Yeah. You may want and if, if they had full freedom to be in this virtual world full time, the way it is in Ready Player One, I think it'd be about a, uh, well, somewhere about a one to five ratio of female to male characters with females being the, the five. I can see that. I mean, I would think a lot of it could also just be. Imagine you're, you're in a world where you 
not just can look like anything you want, but like Ready Player One and the way that Facebook wants to take it, is you're wearing a suit that lets you feel everything like somebody actually pinching you you would feel it in the uh, real world you have all these guys that they're playing female characters just massaging themselves non-stop mm, yeah i don't know on the battlefield that they're supposed to be shooting guns on that seems disturbing seems a little bit that's disturbing. utopia what do you mean disturbing letting people do what they want that's utopia that is disturbing see i would mm. always thought a lot of this stuff would just be guys pretending to be females just in order to remove money from other guys that the, the, the main scam of the internet, which is, <laughs> you know, catfish somebody in one way, shape or form and get uh-huh. money, gifts, gift cards, whatever, whatever the new cash is that people want. Crypto. Oh, there's certainly some of that for sure. But this uh, metaverse world and oh, somebody groped me in at the, I, I don't get yeah. it. They meta groped you in the metaverse. Yes. And they're going to take that very seriously. Facebook is. Yeah. Well, I I just don't see it. I think this is a last gasp for Facebook. This is they're kind of entering their. uh, What was the one that was before Facebook? Their MySpace. MySpace uh, moment. Yeah. yeah. This is like their MySpace. This is like we're we're really we were always about musicians and stuff. So that's our main focus now. Yeah, that's because everybody left, and the only people that stayed were musicians on MySpace. That was it. That's because everyone else moved to Facebook. Now it's so all I think we're kind of getting to that with Facebook, where people are realizing that uh, they don't really need social media or want social media. What they want are just a bunch of images. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So what else do we got today, Gene? Who's uh, anybody donate this week? We need to. Uh, we got any donators, or, is, or nobody listening really? Hello, hello, anybody out there? We did have Sir Kilgore Trout of the Dude's Name Band, Monthly 330, Brian Hall, Monthly 293, and of course, Jeremy Gerdes. The 33 cent checks continue. I could still coming in. I could show you them, but uh, yeah, they're still coming in. But we are a value for value podcast, and you can also give uh, over at Locals, which you said somebody did, although it was Locals coin, it didn't come through, and we're well, really I, sure I don't know if it's a local coin, but I think they might have done a a one-off donation through their phone to locals, which locals app allows. So that and that was for fifty-four dollars, I believe. Yes. Do you remember who? No, that's on your side. You you, you found that's that. on my side. That's you found uh, it's that. on You're the, the local side. It's it's the locals report. Well, I guess I can pull. Well, I can't pull pending. it up on locals because we're streaming on locals. See, forget so you can locals. check it on locals. Yeah, that'll probably make everything crash. Uh, so are you, are you going to pull it up or not? I will certainly try to. Okay, because it's a sizable donation. But uh, while you're doing that, just uh, as a FYI, um, one thing that we just realized because this donation came in, I certainly didn't really remember this, or maybe I read it, I don't know. That uh, if you make a donation via a mobile device, like your Apple phone, Android phone, then either Google or Apple or whoever owns your device, uh, they take 30% off the top. So if, if you make a $100 donation, $30 of that goes to Apple or Google, and then the remainder it gets sent uh, to us. And this is not something that you can point a finger at locals for this is literally 
any money you spend on that device, whether you're buying chips for a video game, whether you're uh, making a contribution to anything, really, uh, if it's going through the device payment system, which most apps do, like Apple requires that apps use their payments, apps that don't use the Apple payment system, like a few apps that are doing uh, podcasting 3.0 stuff are kind of bypassing it. Uh, Apple simply takes those apps offline or, or doesn't let them be published in the first place. So if, if you s- have the ability to buy something or even make a donation on an Apple or Android app, they want a piece of that. And, uh, and so with locals is no, no different, no exception. Uh, so we greatly appreciate this person who Darren hopefully is going to look up the name of uh, in making the donation. But just do keep in mind that if you make that donation via your phone device, then 30% of it gets uh, sent to the phone manufacturer. I don't see amounts. I see that there is a one-time supporter, Josh, and one-time supporter, HB Worth. But I don't see Mm. amounts on... uh, One says three-month, one says six-month. Okay. Well... We will uh, look that up. I guess I should have looked that up before we started to make sure that we have the names in there correctly. But we will certainly make good on that on the next episode if we have one. (laughs) Whether it'll be on video or not, that I guess is the question. Yeah. Well, you know, video is the future. That's where all the money is. Is it? That's what you told me about two hours ago. I didn't say that's where the money is. I said that's where people are actually watching. Is oh, I'm sorry. That's what I heard. That's a that's all. That's what I heard. You just heard the cha ching when I'm like, more people are watching. More people. I was like, oh, view. more money in there. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Let's do video today. Which is why I wanted to be on YouTube rather than the uh, the locals, which yes. of course put well, you down to only a half hour. I will and, be uh, uploading this to YouTube right at the end of the episode. You're going to have so. some editing to do. It'll be, oh, oh, did you want to do that? Oh, okay. You're going to have to edit since the damn thing just keeps failing. Uh, which also yeah. means I don't need, the, editing this audio, I don't know how much audio I'm going to have out of here either. I don't really, <laughs> uh, you know, trying to go through and, uh, and piece shit Adding video to, uh, yeah, well, how's that song go? Video killed the audio star? I think so, yeah. The radio star. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's about right. It could yeah. be just looked as a uh, as a really I bad test. I think we're test. pretty much are losing all the listeners that we've had at this point. But I thought you said we were down to only th- you had thirty eight. minutes, and then they were eight. gone. Eight people, yeah. But after is it still? You said thirty minutes. We're past thirty minutes. We are. So then, that's how true. are people still watching if we were limited to thirty minutes? Oh, maybe they're not watching. Maybe you're right. That's <laughs> that's probably it. Don't understand. Doug will tell me how many people are still listening live on the stream. Fifty nine. 59 59 dude better yeah well listening is a question there i mean that there's 59 people that have the window connections yeah i get it and there's eight people that have the video window open as for how many of them are actually watching that's a whole separate question but how is there still a video window then if we i don't understand if it was limited to a half hour Mm. yeah that's a good question is it still going then Oh, no, no, we're past a half hour. Yeah, that's it. It's done. So uh, it is done. Yes. So, yes, that's no longer live streaming the video portion of this. Now, I guess uh, one still... new person followed, though. That's good. That's a plus. <laughs> yeah, sucker. One, one small <laughs> step for man. 
Uh-huh. One not so giant leap for Well, we got you know what? I think with the half hour cutoff, I think then the uh the point at which your video decided to disappear was prior to that. Oh, did that Oh, you know what? That may be why cuz the minute you started it the first time, I wonder if that was the half hour mark and it ended up kicking off the uh It shouldn't have affected you though. I yeah, mean but this, this stuff has weird uh Weird things. Uh, cold acid says I sound grumpier than Bemrose today. Is that even possible, cold acid? Totally, totally. You're absolutely right, cold acid. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Grumpy here. The 30% VIG. Uh, yeah, well, thank you for listening, cold acid. Uh, he says if we're doing video, we should do Twitch like Nick the Rat does. We've talked about Twitch. We talked about yeah. YouTube. I mean, YouTube might make the most sense, you know, even though it's big and evil. Google, I think they have an infrastructure. Yeah, but Twitch is that, big, uh, big and evil. Uh, Amazon. I mean, there's right. really from an evilness standpoint, there's no difference between the two. Right. In fact, Twitch is eviler because you know. So evil. We talked about phones taking thirty percent. Do you know how much Twitch takes? More half. Wow. Twitch takes half of any money that's contributed to the creator. Hey, they got to make that cash, man. Twitch got. Oh be yeah. Twitching. How's Bezos going to fly into space otherwise? <laughs> Twitch. He's got to. He's got to make money from the little little tiny creators out there trying to make videos. Yes. And by the way, I am on Twitch and you can watch the gaming videos on Twitch that I do there. But for political stuff, I don't think Twitch is really the right platform. I mean, Nick Durant doesn't really do politics, so it kind of works for him. But a lot of our show is really focused on political, pol- political, right, politicals, the, the politicals, which really make people laugh. The politicals. Mm-hmm. And then it's like politicals. Polit- that means lots of tickles. Poly tickle me. Poly tickle me. Elmo. Yeah. Poly tickle me. Melmo. That's yeah, it. why why are you doing an impression of uh uh of see uh capture blogger? <laughs> no, he's he's I El- just heard you do it. He's Elmo but lower. Why oh, Elmo lower low. Yes. Dallin, why you Slavic brother? Sir Gene is bad. Don't do podcast with him. He eats a pickle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that is so bad. We're going to have such negative comments and and a threat of no more money donations from CSB. It's the politicals, that's right. The polytickles. Yeah, the polytickles. That's the name of the episode, I think. Polytickles. <laughs> polytickles. Yeah. Is it, <laughs> but you spell it P O L L Y, then you sound like the seven year old girl again. Polytick. Oh, man. <laughs> that gets, that's, that's not an area we need to be going towards. God damn it. Run oh, away. it does fit in with the other conversation. Yeah. Run away. Run away. Yeah. Yeah. It's the virtual world we're in. Uh, this is a virtual world. I mean, we are sitting in a blue virtual world right now, man. But I wonder, that's, po- you know, it is possible because you were sending that video out to locals. I, I bet you that the cutoff may have had something to do with it. I have to look at the timing, but that the fact that that just crashed out on the browser like that, uh, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it was locals. But for maybe. stuff that is the main show anyway, it should be on YouTube or somewhere normal people can find it more easily. Like Rumble. Rumble, the premier yeah. video platform for non-liberals they let you do the live stuff too rumble is that yeah you gotta pay money though oh i'll see there you yeah go. i think it's like 20 bucks a month ish allows you to do stream live yes and that is a great show title cold acid poly tickles it'd be a no agenda ask very very be the kind of title that somebody would have to explain to their spouse what the fuck are you listening to <laughs> i'm listening to poly tickles on the unrelenting <laughs> podcast 
And I'm going to go to the that virtual world. That just sounds world. dirty. <laughs> go to the virtual world where somebody is going to grope me. Uh, no. No groping here. We no. do not provide political, political, do not provide legal. <laughs> yeah, do not do medical. Political groping is only for Joe Biden. Don't you? That's yeah. part of the deal with him. Oh, God. Now I've got the image in my head of Joe Biden politically groping you online. What Joe Biden groping uh, seven year old girls online. That sounds like Joe Biden's average day. Oh, I need I need to wash my brain out. I think. Well, what else do you got? I mean, now that we had all the Russian propaganda. Oh, I, I closed all the windows, so I got the, nothing else. All the windows have been closed? That's nice. The windows that have been closed. No, I had, uh, let me think, what other stories we had. So I mentioned the Russian ammo is at record numbers. We talked about Alec Baldwin. Um, I've actually been doing a lot of, like, funny video posts in No Agenda Social. So this has been a slightly lower real news week for me well yeah they're all more focused on comedy news dropping out uh yeah i did think it was interesting that realtor.com realtor.com sorry and redfin have both removed an item on listing pages Hmm. which if anybody's ever looked for a house on one of these sites you know, there's a variety of information, including school district and all of this stuff that you might want to know about the area. Like, oh, you know, population, you know, right. how far it is to restaurants and all that. Well, where they used to show crime stats, yeah. no more because it's yeah. racist to show crime they're, stats. They're not allowed to. I, no, I not was allowed uh, by who? I was uh, some something. I was driving around with a friend of mine, uh, with a real estate agent looking at houses this weekend. My buddy's moving to San Antonio. And so I figured it'd be a fun way to spend the, the weekend and looking at houses with them. And, um, at one place I'd asked the realtor, it's like, well, how's the crime around here? And his answer was, well, I'm a realtor. I'm not allowed to say. What do you mean not allowed to? He's not allowed to say. Apparently, the either is this like there have been lawsuits to go to this website. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Apparently, there have been some lawsuits or or maybe standards or maybe there is an actual law that that's been passed by legislature that prevents real estate agents from being able to talk about crime in an area they're showing. That's I was insane. I was very surprised. I was like, "You're kidding, right? You're you're." Really? You can't say anything about it? He's like, yeah, I'm not allowed to say. Because it's racist to tell somebody they're moving into a war zone. Well, and I've already told, told you that uh, my, my dad's uh, comment on San Antonio was like, yeah, they have high crime there. I'm not moving there. I'm like, high crime? You have more high crime in Seattle where you live than in, than in San Antonio. And it, you can't. You know, it's a very it's a large kind city. of crime. It it covers a much larger area. Yeah, well, there's there's three military bases around San Antonio, which means there's a whole bunch of twenty year olds full of testosterone, even testosterone for I was that matter. Say they're full of what? The testosterone. <laughs> Have you not heard of testosterone? No, is it uh, new by Coca Cola? Yeah, it's it's a new patented version that you have to get a prescription for. Anyway. uh, yeah, of course, there's going to be more petty crime. 
but it's not like it's not a safe city. Right. You know, like Seattle, where we talked about a couple of shows ago that they were paying mm-hmm. private security to walk their employees out to their cars. Yes. Which makes total sense because the cops aren't going to do anything. And the crime is at a point where you're liable to, you know, get your head blown in. Get it all blown right off. That makes sense. So you can't tell people or even list it. So where where do you go then? If these if your realtor won't give you the information and well the statistics are available online from the government site so you still just yeah have i mean their government them. sites show them yeah so you just for have now to do more work right until for now until that's all uh, taken off too and whitewashed or blacklisted mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call oh, you it you can't use words like that I you're know. racist i know it's black and white and it's bad and uh no over 800 homicides year to date in Lori lightfoot chicago that was another story i had not a big surprise we we hit on that briefly it's an insane daily rate of homicides. It's uh, year to date. So that's for right. the whole year, but we're getting there. 800. So 800 times 365. I don't think you understand what year to that's date. That's a lot means. of deathage I think, in Chicago. Uh, I think we need to get uh, the math major back on the show to, uh, mm. to explain to you how, Might need to. how mathematics work. But uh, yeah, it's still pretty bad. And these mm. smash and grabs and the millions of dollars in merchandise that's being stolen. And did you see, oh man, I should have pulled this clip. The mm. mayor of San Francisco, one of the towns that has turned into the biggest crap hole in America, mm-hmm. is now saying she's going to get tough on crime. It's, L- Lori Lightfoot is? No, this is the oh. other idiot woman mayor, and that sounded oh, sexy, a sexist sister more than it was meant to be, London Breed in San Francisco, that is now saying, uh, yeah, we, we're going to increase funding now to the police, and we're going we're gonna to make this, all this crime wave going on stop, and it's like, no. Well, you do realize it was your policies that caused the crime wave. Yeah, and it's nothing's going to stop. I mean, that, that's the not. one thing. Of course it's not going to stop. There, there are too many people that are vested in the police not being around. Right. And the only thing that's going to happen that will change it are the long-term consequences of a lot of chains like Walmart, Target, Walgreens, just not being in San Francisco. And that's happening. I mean, you you want to go to Walmart? It. You got to right. drive 50 miles outside of the city. Right. It was Target that was closing. Walgreen, I think CVS mm-hmm. are all closing stores yep. in San Francisco. Yep. In any area the, like this, because if you're losing more yeah. money than you're making, it doesn't make sense to be open. No. no. So, you know, fuck all those people that are buying drugs at the drugstore. Right. They're no longer going to be able to do that. Well, it hurts the individual neighborhoods, but the people in the neighborhoods have to be responsible so, for stopping the crime. Chicago is the same thing. I mean, it comes mm-hmm. down to the fact that, yeah, you need in order for people to be afraid of committing violent crimes well then you actually have to be put in jail and punished when you do commit the crime there was a case made national news here in chicago was a 15 year old kid i believe i yeah he was the one mm-hmm. that was buying drugs from a 17 year old kid okay things went bad 17 year old kid stabbed the 15 year old kid to death wow got two years probation and a hundred hours wow. of community service. A 17 year old killed a 15 year old in Chicago. He was a drug dealer, 
knifed the guy to death. Well, he was a juvenile, though. Juvenile 17, regular. right? Because yeah. that's the magic number. I mean, I guess, again, if you're under 18, you can do anything, which is I talked about with Ryan Bemrose on Grumpy Old Ben's when the massive amounts of carjackings really start coming up here in Chicago. And mm-hmm. everybody, again, was like, oh, why is this happening? Well, it was because the DA changed the criteria of what they were going to actually go after the, to where they were going to prosecute. And they said, anybody under 18, they're not going to prosecute as an adult. So, you know, who start jacking cars more? Yeah. Those yeah, under 18. Of course. It's amazing, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's that, insane. That, when you stop enforcing laws that people start breaking laws, that is amazing. I, could you believe that would be the, re- the, the reaction of people? Can you believe that would be what the response would be? I can't. It's so crazy, yeah. Gene. Well, if there were more guns and cars, then there'd be less carjacking. That may be true. If everybody had a gun, the world It's might a very be. polite society when everyone has a gun. The world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. No doubt well, about we're, it. We're slowly getting there. I mean, they're, they're, gun sales were a record number this year. Yeah, I did see that. A lot well of liberals a, bought guns. A lot of first-time gun owners in general bought guns. Well, because uh, is it that they have finally realized that with the insanity of things like defunding the police that if they need help are they finally realizing that you have to be somewhat self-sufficient and i think so i think that is a big part of what's happening i think people are are realizing that not only will the police not come to your aid but also that even if they do uh you're you're just as likely to get hurt so whether by the the criminal or the by the cops Uh, and we've seen examples of police protecting uh blm protesters from people that they're harassing we saw a video of this in in seattle uh where the the you know the guy that's getting stuff thrown at him was arrested while the police were checking to make sure the blm people were not their feelings weren't hurt by this guy well, you know, I mean, this this space. is the sort of police that we have in place right now. So I'm I'm on board with defunding the police fully. I I think that money is better spent on personal weapons. <laughs> Give everybody a nine millimeter and tell them for to go whoever, ahead. yeah, whatever amount of money per person we're spending on police right now. I think we're frankly better off spending it arming ourselves. Well, it's a crazy world. It really is. There was a case in California where paramedics refused to go into a senior citizen home to get somebody in cardiac arrest because they thought there was some new law that said the venue would have to bring the people outside. Mm. It's just insanity because there is something in California that's like, well, if all possible, then, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. to keep the safety of everybody inside because, you know, COVID, big bad. So for the safety of everybody inside, the state of California says, well, you know, if somebody has a medical emergency, it would really be better if the nursing home could bring them to the front door, yeah. <laughs> which is probably OK if somebody stubbed their toe. Sure. But yeah. if somebody's going through cardiac arrest, which what happened in this case, and then the guy died after he was finally got to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Not so good. You know, this the law standing in between somebody getting medical care in this case or not having as you said if somebody comes in and breaks into your home and wants to you know beat or rape you well you know there we got a covid 
also, uh, you know, is everybody Make masked? Make sure you wear a mask right. when well, you rape somebody. Is, exactly. is the guy raping you wearing a mask? He Tell him to put <laughs> his mask on so we can come inside. Uh, yeah, yeah. If, if, if the guy that's raping you is not wearing a mask, let us know because we can enforce those mandates. <laughs> that, that we can do. That yes, we can that totally will show take up him for down it. for. The rape uh, will come and take your statement tomorrow. I don't know. It's a crazy world. Like you said, if everybody had a gun, we'd all be in better shape. Absolutely. It's kind of, and there'd be fewer criminals. That would be the dangerous talk that'll get us thrown off of YouTube. There's yeah, before much. we're on YouTube, they you said, realize, absolutely, saying stuff like this is not allowed on YouTube. You know they that. said everybody should have a gun. Oh, scared. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to see what the first infraction is and how long yeah. it'll take the channel to get booted. But that's why there's Rumble. You're right. Rumble's the place to be. And and even if we're not doing live streaming to Rumble, we could totally start uploading to Rumble. Yes. I mean, everybody wants to see our pretty faces. I think everybody enjoyed that for the half hour we were live today before everything crashed. The eight people, yes, that yes, were on there. All eight yes. people. But that's not zero. And no. this wasn't pre-planned. This wasn't, we told No, this was a random week. time. Yes. So I still take that as a win. And Good. Well, we know that I'm, people want to be able to hear us streaming, we want to do this on a regular basis at a regular time, and the ability to do this where we had been doing it isn't available, so we're looking for alternatives and ways we can do this for everybody. This isn't a, oh, we only want people paying to be able to hear the live stream. No, we want everybody to hear the live stream. Well, and also the live stream represents a tiny percentage of people that just enjoy listening to us on the podcast. Yes. And that's why I want to make sure we're not neglecting with all this video talk is people that have no interest in watching us, but are perfectly happy and interested to hear us on the podcast. Right. And once this is down and hopefully by the next episode, that may be the case. That the people listening on the audio side, if you're not interested in video, you don't have to worry about anything. You know, it's not yeah, like, oh, the, you really need. The podcast is still going to come out just like it's always come out every week. And the video content that will be there, whether we're showing our pretty faces or a web browser with a current story in it, none of that is going to be essential to enjoying the show. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be like, oh, wow, hey, look at this. And then stay silent while people on the audio side can't hear anything. Uh, So this is basically a way for us to expand where more people can consume the podcast. And as long as we're streaming to a video service, you know, some people do just a, you know, thumbnail or something like that. And then just pump the audio in, which is maybe the route we'll end up going. But it's kind of fun to play around with being able to have a full video for shorter clips and things like that, that we can post as well to rumble or YouTube or wherever. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I think the idea of video is cool. It's just like, I, I knew walking into this from having done video game, YouTube videos and, and uh, Twitch streams that adding video to something that didn't contain video adds a lot more than 50% more work. Well, video is like, 80% 80% more work. You have to put on clothes. There you go. You have to put on clothes. You have to get lighting and, and tweak all the settings and make sure that your video looks decent enough that you don't mind having this live on for the next hundred years on the internet. Right. And, and for, for me, it makes it really hard to read anything because with the light, which makes it look good for 
the video basically just sends a big haze in front of the bad eye. Yep. So, you know, for me to really be able to read something on the screen, it's like you kind of want to lean in and close one eye and, you know, hop on one. Move foot. away from the microphone. Right. So, uh, you know, maybe we will just end up going to a static, you know, video background, except for shorter clips. But we'll see. That's why we wanted to test it out. And for those who uh, saw the video on Locals, which it's still up there now. Let us know what you think. We'll be uploading this, I'm guessing, to Rumble and YouTube and see uh, see how that goes. Just curious to see to see what shakes out. Because everybody I know, like our buddy Bandrew, that does both an audio and video version, the video versions are more popular. Yeah. Why? I don't know. But they are. Well, got- people like to have, I mean, I certainly, I watch tons of YouTube. I, I probably do watch more YouTube than listen to podcasts. Well, see, you are a YouTube guy. Yeah. Well, and I pay for YouTube, too. That's so you can get Tim Pool without ads. I know. Exactly. That's exactly it. And you always wanted to do the Tim Pool thing. Did you do that during this episode where you were just a little, little bit corner? Nice. Yeah. The problem is that I didn't have you redone using this new browser window so method just that you. we used. Right. So it was just me, which is fine. That's even you know. better. That's yeah. even better. Gene, you are the pretty one, and I'm the smart one. I know. That's true. You got anything else or is this, are we going to wrap this thing up? Well, we've been going for a couple hours. I think we can probably it wrap it up. Uh, and like I said, I think it's been a somewhat light week. I don't want to get into just like Hollywood gossip topics. There's no point. There's plenty of shows that do that. So I think we covered the important issues of Alec Baldwin here. Yes. With that said, then until next time, I am Darren O'Neill. And I'm Sir Gene.